0: Welcome to another episode of the Soju Bomb Podcast, the industry insider show for anime, cosplay, and esports events. Today's episode is hosted by Marvin Square Noodles of Square Noodles Photography, Kim Nguyen of Senpai Squad, and myself, Anthony Orke of Cross Counter TV. And in today's episode, uh, we discuss how to formulate business partnerships, uh, as well as SakuraCon twenty twenty, what it could have been. So, for context' sake, at the time of recording this episode, SakuraCon twenty twenty was supposed to happen. And before quarantine struck, we had talked about dedicating special episodes uh, to cons that were supposed to happen uh, that week that we would record. So, Kim and Marvin discuss SoccerCons, kind of like SoccerCons of years past, uh, and what they would want to do to prepare for next year's con. Uh, The part of today's talk that I want to highlight is Kim's decision for Senpai Squad to partner with Daisy Senpai uh, for the Senpai Squad After Party Tour. Uh, The primary focus. Uh, Deals with how to create business partnerships. So we break that down essentially into two questions. So the first of which, um, in Senpai Squad's unique case, uh, what was the reasoning for needing a business partnership? Uh, And how do you maintain quality control with with another vested interest? Uh, Two, uh, the pros and cons of a business partnership, especially for a nine-city event tour that is unlike any event Senpai Squad has ever hosted in years past. So again, take notes uh, and see if there are any parallels between Kim going into business with David uh, and your own business ventures slash projects. Uh, We obviously offer these stories up to you, our audience, because we want to show the inner workings and behind the scenes of how to run a successful business in the nerd fandom industry one last thing uh, we decided to do another challenge in this episode uh, we commissioned the beautiful Ali brazil to help us with our chibi art and so before fully integrating them into the podcast aesthetic uh, we decided to play a little game so the first person to find all three chibis and can send us a screenshot gets the first ever print sticker of said chibis uh signed by us so happy hunting Please don't forget, if you aren't already, uh, to subscribe to whatever platform you're listening to this to uh, on as well as our YouTube channel. Obviously, we're a small rinky-dink operation, and your support is greatly needed and appreciated for the longevity and growth of the show. So please feel free to leave us a comment and reviews uh, on any aha moments that you felt you were able to take away uh, or share any personal experiences that you can relate to when it comes to building a business um, slash partnership or even SakuraCon. Now, without further ado, on behalf of myself and the crew, we thank you so much and hope you enjoy episode eight of the Sojuban Podcast.
1: Something that creates a good partnership is to be able to offer something that the other can't provide. You know, with David, he's a very sure. good negotiator. He's uh, very strict and straight to the point. Uh,
0: hey, what was this help you is to the healthy edit? Oh no, my god, that's terrible. <laughs> All right, cool. Let's go ahead and get started. Mm-hmm. Uh, welcome to another episode of Soju Bomb. Uh, my name is Anthony Orke, uh, and in today's episode, uh, we have my two fellow senpais here, uh, Kim Senpai Squad Nguyen Say hey. hello, Kim.
1: What's
0: up? What's up? Uh, and serious. our other uh, was it wasn't he a prince? Yeah,
1: yeah he was a our prince. prince. Still a prince. Yeah, uh,
0: prince, prince Prince Marvin Square Noodles.
2: Damn, I'm gonna work my, my, myself up to a king.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, there, there you go so all right uh to catch everybody up for context sake uh at the end of last week's episode um the guys and i had a little chat after we recorded and we're like man it's you know the end of the world and everything (laughs) and i'm just thinking like okay so what like you know because what we were talking about is like losing track of time because we're like, oh man, like I don't even know what day it is, right? Yeah. Like yep. uh, I remember Marvin mentioning, like he was like, yeah, like freaking, I have no idea what day. I didn't even know we were supposed to record today. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. So going into it, we we're like, man, like, so what date it is, is it? And then Kim just kind of out of nowhere was like, holy shit, like it's soccer con. Oh.
2: Yeah. Like, what? He's
0: like, yeah. And so I was like, yeah, wasn't there cons? He was like, yeah, today, yeah. right? Today.
1: Yep. I'm so much now. <laughs>
0: Exactly. Literally about now actually should be wrapping up right about now, but yeah. um yeah, so going into it, uh happy con everybody. Uh this is everyone's con experience. You made it. Uh <laughs> <I'm> so sad. <laughs> yeah yeah so uh happy soccer con to everybody uh, sorry happy soccer con 2020 to everybody Uh, hopefully you had a good con con. experience don't
2: say that that's so so uh, yeah uh,
0: first and foremost kim why why were you so uh so passionate about expressing that it was supposed to be soccer con uh this weekend
1: okay so what was supposed to happen at a soccer con was um the uh, nine city tour that me and david was um, planning on this year um, mm-hmm. The first city was uh, Seattle, and then it was going to continue um, during Fanime, which is in May. So this was basically going to be our big like opening with our tour. Uh, mm-hmm. But unfortunately, the Rona decided to just be like psych, <laughs> so <it> ended up <laughs> basically stopping our plans, which is you know a big bummer. But um, yeah, we're just trying to plan ahead for it and see what what we can do for the future. Uh, we postponed sure. it to next year, so. Um, Okay. You
0: know, I'm excited for that. Nice. Now, obviously um, a project that big, cause you know, and both Marvin and myself know you as kind of the go-to guy for lit ass parties. And uh, for any of our audience that didn't know, like if you want to have a good time, you find Kim. (laughs) 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 Whatever con he's at and you're at. Um, So when it comes to this event then, like how many different parties? Cause you know, I've seen you throw like parties in the past. uh, And you know you tend to have teams that you know operate with you along with your booth, along with a whole array of other things when it comes to like media, marketing, everything like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, kind of talk about a little bit more of what. So- well, okay, let's let's dial it back a little bit, right? Because I think we're jumping ahead of ourselves when it comes to the party space. Yeah. But what? So first of all, like, what's the significance of Sakura Con in general? Like, what is yeah. it? Where is it? Um, and what what does it mean to you?
1: Yeah. So, um, SakuraCon is actually kind of what I would consider a home convention back in the, you know, in the U S. Um, uh, yeah. cause I moved to the U S in 2013, 2014. Mm-hmm. And, um, it was basically the convention where I'll go to every year. And, um, a lot of my friends, um, I met them at SakuraCon. So it was kind of like a convention that, um, was very important to me mm. to my growth. Um, and after starting the brand, uh, Senpai Squad. Um I yeah. moved to I moved to Texas when I started, so I eventually stopped going to SakuraCon for maybe two, three years. Yeah. Um so I took a big break and then when I went yes uh last year, um it was a big like eye opener as to like how far I've grown. Ooh. Um huh. and a lot of people were happy to see me and I was surprised yeah. that so many people remembered who I was. Um, I was expecting okay. to, because I had a booth at SakuraCon last year. Um, yeah, that was my first time having a booth there. So okay. I didn't really expect anything. It was just, oh, another convention. Um, unfortunately, uh-huh. I wasn't able to do my photography and videography, but it, I was happy to be there. Mm. And all yeah. of my friends and all like my fans that were back in the day, they came to my booth and was like, yo, it's been so long. It's good to see you. So yeah, I really want to go back to that convention just because it brings back those memories. Uh,
0: sure. Yeah. Okay. And that's what's up. Um. Well, so with that being kind of like the the first set of cons that you went to, um, you know, because w- what had it been? How many years was it that you said since since you'd been before?
1: Um. Well. Well, okay. What year was your first one? Uh, Actually, it was 2012 or 2013, and this was before I moved to America. Oh Mm -hmm. wow. Okay. Before I moved to America, I had the option to travel to West Coast just to see if I wanted to move there. Mm -hmm. And the month that I had the option to visit Mm -hmm. um, uh, the US, Mm -hmm. SoccerCon was happening.
0: Yeah. So I literally nice. told my
1: dad, "Hey, when I'm going to America, can I go to this uh, convention in Seattle?" It was like <laughs> yeah. hell yeah, and he took me down there, and uh, yeah, yo, I had a nice. really good time. So that was a contribution to my experience before America, and that's probably one of the few reasons as to why I wanted to move.
0: Ah. Do you feel like that nobody, nobody that set that the that. frame?
1: Yeah, I think yeah. It there you go. Shit. Conventions. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So do you so do you feel that it had an impact on you or what or rather what type of impact did it have on you coming in 2012 2013 because i even for most of us that are in the con scene like that's still considered kind of early days yeah mm-hmm. uh, for a lot of us i definitely between the three of us for sure yeah. um yeah but that kind of being your first impression of what cons were like Com- in america uh, compared yeah. to what you're used mm-hmm. to like what what was that comparison like
1: yeah i mean i so you know obviously um the convention scene played a big part of my life with the, with the transition from the uk to the us and mm-hmm. um, you know i i um that was kind of like a big value as to whether i would decide to move or not mm-hmm. whether the convention scene you know was as good as you know my expectations and it definitely exceeded it wow um, i already yeah. had a pretty decent presence in the uk so you yeah. know it, it, it was difficult to impress me but Soccer Con did impress me. Yeah, I actually just want to ask
2: uh, a question regarding that matter because you said 2012, 2013, obviously it wasn't as crazy as it was, um, or it's not as crazy um, compared to now. Uh, My telling uh, or my telling me how it was like um, back in 2012 or 2013? Like, yeah, what's um, rather
1: I think they still carry it to this year as, and I think they're very, very um, cosplay focused. Um, they uh, nice. promote cosplaying very well, and that was definitely down my alley. Because mm. c- uh, back then I was a cosplay photographer and videographer, so being able to see all these costumes and uh, scenery being very beautiful back there in uh, Seattle, um, it just made it make perfect sense for me.
0: the ah, okay. hell yeah.
1: Yeah, so, Unfortunately, I wasn't really able to, um, experience the, uh, you know, other stuff as in like panels and, yeah. uh, exhibit hall that much, mm-hmm. um, back then. But, um, after being able to go multiple years, I kind of had a little bit of everything. Gotcha.
2: Yeah. Um, what, like, is there a lot of difference, um, in terms of like feel like overall just, um, like vibe
1: of the convention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Honestly, like with, I mean, I because I spent a lot of my time in this specific area called the photographer area. Mm-hmm. It it I, it kind of reminds me of like um. Like uh, I hope being at home. It's like everyone who you're comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So I spent my time a lot at this specific area of the convention center, but um, I forget what the question was. No, uh, no, no. no.
2: Um, rather, what's <laughs> the uh the difference, is there a difference in like the overall vibe of the, yeah. the convention? Yeah, yeah. so
1: um, I just feel like the difference between that and other conventions is that this is very um, cosplay friendly,
2: mm.
1: it's, it's just like the majority of the attendees are cosplaying so it makes everyone else, you know when you're signing off brand new, when you're trying to cosplay, mm-hmm. right? You feel yeah. a little intimidated. Um, you're like oh maybe not many people are gonna be cosplaying but with this convention everyone is cosplaying Mm -hmm. so it's very open to everyone and I think that's something that you know not a lot of other conventions promote or have ah I see Mm -hmm. yeah
0: yeah that's what's up so going into it then um it being 2012 2013 so Mm -hmm. let's talk about Kim then and Kim now then right so Kim now is uh (laughs) obviously very successful entrepreneur um very litty very very bubbly personality (laughs) so what what did kim yeah exactly wild out, um you know getting into crazy atashas and everything like that like Mm -hmm. hella big in the car scene hella big in the 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 apparel scene um what was kim in 2012 2013 like like did you have like uh because i I don't know if you've had the entrepreneurial mindset going into it like you Mm -hmm. know obviously it being your first con you're like whoa like this is so this Mm -hmm. is what america's like right like what Mm -hmm. was your um, so, like who were you at that time and like, what was your business acumen slash like marketing shutting on yeah. like at that time?
1: So, you know, I had my YouTube channel back then it was called uh, KBR noodles. So I had yeah. some sort of, uh, following, um, <laughs> uh, but nothing big. Right. Um, yeah. my goal for that, my, my vision was to just basically capture beautiful moments, people having fun, mm-hmm. people's costumes, yeah. building friendships, relationships, um, throughout all these, you know, um, meetings. Um, so okay. that was pretty much my vision, just capture beautiful moments. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Um, nothing very business, but obviously, you know, it then led to me being able to utilize my fan base to start my business, you know. Gotcha. Did you ever sure.
2: think that um, you would be a successful videographer first before you got into the whole Itasha scene, before you got into the whole vendor life? Did you did mm-hmm. you think that your videography could be very much sustainable in the future at that time,
1: as in living wise, correct? Yeah, like, yeah. Is yeah. That what you saying? Yeah, yeah. So um, I knew like back then I so I definitely knew my videography skills wasn't as up to par as the amount of followers I have. So I felt like I was lacking in skill. Mm. Um, Uh But what I had was um, dedication and motivation to pump out all these videos, like the same day, next day. Um, And that was something that I had above most of the videographers out there was that as soon as I film on Friday, day one, Mm. Saturday Uh morning, you would see my video up on YouTube. And that would keep the video um, above everyone else. Um, yeah. So that was something that I had, you know, above everyone else, but I was definitely lacking in skill. Um, I had the creative mindset. Gotcha. I had definitely very good, um, camera work. Mm. Um, but there's yeah. just a, a lot of other stuff that I was lacking. Mm. Um, Do you think so that I,
0: you're, um, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. No problem. Yeah. Did, do you think that you're, um, because that's a very unique niche. And even today, like people that have like fast turnaround, meaning like fast upload times, mm-hmm. are very unique and I feel like very popular. So do you feel like who was doing that at that time?
1: Um, there was basically, uh, MLZ, uh, Studio X and L, uh, nice. ACL Productions. Uh, those are like all the big guys. And then there's a couple yeah. of other, like, I'm kind of like, um, below them. Uh, but definitely I did look up to them as inspiration
0: yeah those are still the Uh, big guys shout out to them I don't think of are they still around or like what's their they're uh,
2: still
1: the big guys around they're still around uh, most of them kind of just do it every now and then like
0: Mm -hmm. yeah okay dang cool beans Um, man there's there's so many like it opened up a good amount of questions like that Mm -hmm. I'm curious about because again like I feel like you know, as as specific as I get with these questions as far as like why, um, you know, what Sakura Khan meant to you and what what impact it had on you, like mm-hmm. I feel like there's a lot of indirect things that stemmed from your first experience there. Yeah. And that's kind of the whole point as to why I'm asking kind of the origin story, you describing what Sakura Khan is and what mm-hmm. it means to you personally, because you know for kids out there that want to be Kim Nguyen when they grow up, mm-hmm. um, you know, <laughs> like the, these are the different types of ingredients um, that kind of help build that. Because mm-hmm. from there, you are primarily focused on, you know, your media uh, oh, and then oh, going into, yeah. you know, the events. Yeah, the events and stuff like. Okay, so, for instance, let's talk about the events then. Like what after party scene was there at Sakura Khan at the time, even if like if there were. Like, yes. did they have raves? Did they have after hotel parties? So like, they there have? was
1: there was a sense of policy, definitely. Um, there was the official Khan uh, rave, uh, mm-hmm. and I remember going to the the Khan rave once and filming, oh. just for personal nice. YouTube use, not for their media team. But uh, it definitely opened my eyes as to uh, the scene, as in yeah. there, are, there is a demand for for parties out there. Um, yeah, and then I remember one year there was. Um, a party just across the street. It was, I think it was like an arcade and it was hosted mm-hmm. by another company, um, but they had their own party going on too. Um, nice. And uh, those are the two main ones, but yeah, what led to me seeing that afterwards was, I mean, what happened after that was me trying to um, start my own, but more in the mm-hmm. daytime. Um, so this is actually kind of kickstarted me throwing events is that I started to um, throw kind of like a mini gathering and like party kind of events during the day, which is crazy to say, but uh, <laughs> that's, that's freaking what I did. insane. So I would, so as to go back, there was the area called the Brotographer area. And the reason why <laughs> um, it was so popular was that uh, it's a big kind of like strip where you can kind of line up cosplayers and photographers in, in this wall. Okay where um there's like amazing available light for people to take photos. Um so it was just like a beautiful area, good lighting mm-hmm. and just a lot of space for people to work with. Um so it's kind of like a generic meetup spot for everyone. Yeah. Oh um, yeah. What I would do um kind of like halfway through the day is to bring my speakers there <laughs> and to just blast it and uh yeah everyone had fun we start dancing mm-hmm. we start filming and just good old times i'm sure this video around back in the day but
0: y- yeah but- yeah so this yeah. was the start of you lugging around your it big was- ass speakers
1: <laughs> yep that holy was it holy
0: crap yeah dang I, th- I think I think a lot of people owe thanks to Sakura con <laughs> because literally yeah, what much. what you did there like you do it at all these other cons and because of that like that like those are the memorable shit you're yeah. like oh mm-hmm. man there's that dude with the wagon with the speakers <laughs> you know what I mean yeah. and this is where it started that's yeah, so that's freaking so annoying, though. yeah <laughs> oh yeah uh, on top of that too, like the, uh, the brotography like area kind of reminds me of like, uh, the AX, you know, like by the parking lot, the, um, yeah, the, shoe, shoe the uh, cosplay alley. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 How long, how long had that been going on at AX? Do you know? Like, I'm pretty has sure. that always been there?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Like since it's, I mean, I don't, I I went to AX 2013, mm-hmm. but it's all, kind of always been a thing to me okay. at that area to take photos.
2: Yeah. Yeah yeah huh. i didn't discover the horseshoe until i started doing photography which was yeah four or five years ago but um when i discovered it definitely it was like okay so it, you know, it's more like this is where everyone goes it's uh, if you mm-hmm. want to create yeah. content or, or you want to be photographed it's like a part of AX that's very beautiful. There's like lush greeneries, and then um, the parking lot is there for mm-hmm. dark shoots, and then there's the dark tunnels. Shoes. And um,
0: yeah,
2: it was like it's the thing is that whenever AX happens, usually it's very. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how the photographer uh, alley was in Seattle, but for sure mm-hmm. in AX, and I don't want to kind of, don't want to go too much into. Uh, uh, that's fine. With AX here, but yeah there's yeah. like each time um there's that small community in the con it's mm-hmm. i feel mm-hmm. like that's where the heart is that's where the core is like that's yeah. what the makes community. the convention yeah. that's, that's where the true Correct. community yeah. goes i mean in terms of media content I so yeah. yeah yeah i'm actually curious um i went to seattle last year it was my first time or uh sakura con I and mean, it was my first time and um i'm not mm-hmm. sure whether the place that we were hanging out kim was the uh photographer alley or is that is is that somewhere else
1: i don't remember but most of the time if i'm not at my booth it will probably be the photographer okay. corner it's i'm probably okay. was, we were probably there and i was probably the reminiscing uh, of the old time is that so. the
2: um is <laughs> nice. that this corner before you ex- exit to the gardens yes oh, okay yep. cool That's it. Yeah. So, half of the time I was (laughs) on that spot because I was, (laughs) I was, (laughs) yeah. It's like everyone just camped there. Yeah. yeah, It was a lot of fun. I remember at that time, Kim and I weren't very close yet, but Mm -hmm. definitely, um, Kim was, you were actually on the other side. That's why I didn't see you as much. You were on the other side of that, of of that place. Uh, There's this uh, Mm -hmm. uh, kind of a, um it's it goes in a loop right in the in a circle
1: kind of yeah yeah.
2: and then you're in the other side and then i was in the other wall and um i remember you asking for speakers because your speaker
1: oh my god i remember that (laughs) your speaker
2: died so
1: i managed to find one it was funny so yeah yeah ah dang i think i bought a speaker or something
0: (laughs) yeah Man, that sounds like a that sounds like a lit ass story, um, and I, I want to ask both of you guys more about that. Um, but I think we're gonna cut to a real quick break, real quick. Yeah. yeah. Um. So uh, before we get into the break, uh, obviously that was Kim breaking down a little bit more of you know what SoccerCon is and what it meant to him. So uh, mm-hmm. my question for you people that are watching this. Uh, have you ever been to Soccercon? Uh and second, do you even know about the photography corner that he's talking about? And if you do, uh send us pictures because I would love to see what it looks like. Uh if you guys happen to have any pictures too, like please send them mm-hmm. over that way I can kind of like pop them in the Hang episode. On. Um cuz like I, I for me personally like I love like secret chill spots. <laughs> yeah so uh whenever i get like the inside scoop because you know i've never been to soccer con either but like if this is the spot to go then shit i want to go i mean yeah it's it's um, not so
2: much more of like secret it's more like this is the spot like this is like the (laughs) landmark like this is where you go if you want to hang out with everyone you know and it's definitely chill yeah so
0: cool All right, well, thanks for that. Um, We're going to go on a quick uh, pee-pee break, and then uh, when we come back, we'll dive a little bit more into uh, SoccerCon, what could have been. So, thanks, guys.
1: Yeah, all right. All
0: right, guys, so welcome back. Uh, Hope you guys had a good break. How was your break? It was good.
1: Sit, ah. <laughs> put some water and uh, <laughs> <tamp> it <off. laughs> There you go. Nice. You gotta stay hydrate. Hydrated, uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. There yeah. you go. Stay hydrated. I wish we had a, a chat bot that had like a, a stay hydrated thing uh, on our Seriously. Feed. Maybe, well, maybe I mean, if uh, maybe once we start leveling up, we can start live streaming some episodes, which would be dope. So.
2: Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, cool. But, so, uh, yeah.
0: oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry.
2: Oh no! I was just gonna say that this each time is like not a good idea. <laughs> whenever, whenever we're
0: <laughs> where was um, that full. Huh? Was that full? It was full. Oh goddamn!
2: And <laughs> finish it. So, so now I'm you mean like, to tell me you killed it <laughs> in thirty minutes?
1: <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: Mine, I mean, like, I, out, I kind of drink things fast.
1: <laughs> it's been team <foreign laughs> for too long. <laughs> yeah, just a little thirsty, guys.
2: Don't mind me. <laughs>
0: Man hashtag, hashtag send Marvin his tea bro oh <laughs> I think that God. should be a meme we should have people send you tea so Seriously? if anyone wants to send anyone anything send send people uh send Marvin yeah. like bags of tea and stuff <laughs>
2: All of it dude like I I will that's going to be my thing I'm just going to drink tea instead of so no 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 screw that I'm, <laughs> I'll be drinking soju
0: <laughs> Yo what would but- is, is there a th- such a, a thing as like tea and soju? Is that a thing?
2: Hey, I'm down to experiment. I'm down to make tea. I am actually and then, down too. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, mix yeah. soju at the same time.
0: <laughs> yeah, I wonder what that tastes like. Because like I know there's like home remedies for like sore throats with... um, It's like gin and like this herbal tea or whatever mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. that my uncle uses in the Philippines. Uh, and it's, it's pretty hardcore, tastes gnarly as hell, but it gets the job done, so. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, just, just in case anyone gets sick, you know what I mean? A little, hey, little tip. But yeah, I would love to experiment with that because I still got, <laughs> what, the six bottles that we have from last episode that we're all together. <laughs> so, hashtag I miss you guys. So. <laughs> all right. So anyways, uh, so continuing with the theme of SakuraCon, uh, so. You know, before the break, we were talking a little bit about what soccer con, you know, even is it being mm-hmm. kind of one of the premier West Coast cons and then it being Kim's, you know, one of Kim's first events here, um, you know, in the States. So going back into it, right? Like we fi- we figured, we figured out what soccer con meant to Kim. And so going fa- fast forwarding into 2020, mm-hmm. uh, which is today uh soccer as i'm not sure if you all know but soccer con was supposed to happen this weekend or as of the time that we're recording this episode Mm -hmm. uh and so kim uh, i have a question for you if you don't mind me asking do you mind if i ask you this question
1: Uh, sure what's up
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right so uh you definitely how should i say this uh you expressed your disdain <laughs> yes. for uh khan not happening right now mm-hmm. well first and foremost sakura khan is always happening it's happening in our hearts yep. uh, <laughs> um, but for the lack of a live event uh going on mm-hmm. uh why is it that you're so upset that it's not happening right now um and what exactly was supposed to happen so SakuraCon, what could have been uh what's the story there
1: yeah. So, I mean, I um, had a party planned, obviously, with, with Sakura-Con and uh, I was trying to apply for a booth too. So it was kind of like, you know, my kickstart to 2020. Um, but it's also one of yeah. the events that I was looking forward to just so I can catch up with old friends. So, you know, that, that's why I was very uh, unhappy as to why it canceled. Um, um, but uh-huh. I cannot really blame Sakura-Con for it because at the end of the day, you know, they got to do what they got to do. To make sure everyone's safe. Yeah. Um, yeah, of course. Yeah. And there was a lot of people that were okay. actually um, mad about them cancelling um, late. And I think that went oh, back yeah. to, you know, um, our previous episode as to they can't cancel the event. It has to be like uh, the city right. cancelling it. So there was a lot of stuff happening yeah. back and forth with them. But, you know, at least we were, mm-hmm. we, we found out sooner than later. Okay, yeah, so
0: then, so then, oh, go ahead. Sorry.
1: No, I was just say I'm happy that they
2: finally made their decision in regards to that matter. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel yeah. like um, a lot, like it goes back to what we're saying that a lot of people are very much um, inconvenienced mm-hmm. uh, because um, yeah. they don't know whether it's a go or not, and then usually it takes time for yeah. vendors for you know general attendees to like plan out yeah. these uh, events and. You know, it's, it, it gets tough when when certain things are very uncertain mm-hmm. in that. Yeah. yeah, I get it from True. like the um,
1: attendee standpoint where they book their hotels, they book their flights, right. they have stuff yeah. planned. Yeah. Um, so I get why they're mm. really upset. And same thing with me, yeah. Yeah. Like, booking a booth, the parties, yeah. guests, all of that.
2: But definitely, mm. I feel like once the convention like like decided to cancel it, I'm so, just like, okay, finally, yeah. like we can move on. Yeah. Like, yeah have a better life of past the convention. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as well, as I'm across, sure
0: across the board. Oh, sorry. Go
2: ahead. Oh no. I was just like, as much as I, as we, um, we want to celebrate right now. And like, we're supposed to be celebrating this weekend. I know. I'm very much <laughs> sad that it's not Too, I'm like, so ready to turn up with, like, um, <laughs> with Kim. I was like, I was really expecting, yeah. um, to just celebrate life. Mm-hmm but yeah.
0: unfortunately we're in quarantine. Yeah, got to stay yeah, safe, true. yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, uh, coming from the event operator standpoint, uh, and I'm sure the three of us, and as well as our viewers understand, across the board, I'm sure it wasn't an easy decision mm-hmm. for SoccerCon yeah. to cancel. Uh, I mean, you know, for the most part, when it comes to these large events, uh, a lot of people rely on these events as their main source of income, like it's their livelihood. Mm-hmm. And for them to pull the plug on it, um, you know, half the time, probably not even by choice, uh, even and even if it is by choice, uh, it's out of the safety and well-being of their attendees, mm-hmm. you know. So, um, again, good on them for making the decision. Again, it was just personally, I think it's just shitty timing because, you know, around like the this period of time that we're in right now is we're in the shit of the coronavirus mm-hmm. at this moment. Yeah, and, right you know, it, it's it's roughly been about, I don't know, a, a few weeks, three weeks to a month now uh, that, you know, kind of across the board all around the world, there's been self quarantining mm-hmm. uh, being implemented, you know, and it's government entities saying it so. Um, I, I personally think it's just shitty timing now th- i think there's definitely a discussion to be said for upcoming events such as you know the san diego comic cons anime expos mm-hmm. uh, and i feel like that's a whole nother mm-hmm. realm of what we were getting of what we're going to get into as far as projection for coronavirus yeah. 2020 looking like kind of fucking with our events but let's kind of get back on track with um if you know, let's just say, uh, for instance, that this pandemic was not going on. And if under normal circumstances, um, this event were to be going on, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Let's dial it back to the foundation of, or kind of the root of what I wanna ask, which is um, this project, when you announced it, I was like, holy crap. Um, I remember you'd mentioned it to myself and Marvin in our group chat very briefly. Um, You couldn't really talk about it too much because I think you were still talking to your partner. uh, It's David, I think. Yeah. And, um, so first and foremost, have you, had you ever partnered with anyone in the past when it came to, um, to any of your events? And I guess what's the significance or why did, why even find a partner to yeah. begin with?
1: So, um, previously in the past, I have worked, uh, with, you know, other people to host events, um, mm. you know, for multiple reasons, but, um, sure. you know, with, with David, um, the reason why I wanted to work with him because he had certain traits and aspects as to what I didn't have. Um, mm. so I believe like that something that, something that creates a good partnership is to be able to offer something that the other can't provide, you know, with David, he's a very sure. good negotiator. Sure. He's uh, very strict and straight to the point, um, very business oriented and, uh, the same thing with me, like I'm very business oriented, but I don't really negotiate as hard as he does. And, um, uh, mm. with finances, he's very, um. He's very on point as well, so I would like to pick up some of his traits, and that's the reason why sure. we work together.
0: Okay. Um. And what's what's David's background in the space? Uh, tell me. Tell me to kind of you know if if it's too personal or anything, but um, you know, what's what's David's background in the space or like kind of in the industry yeah. that got you to want to build this partnership with him?
1: Yeah. So. We actually met because one of our mutuals recommended us to each other because we had similar interests. You know, we were into cars, we were into conventions and cosplay, hey. we were into business, we were hey. into parties. Hey. So it just made sense for us to kind of just hang out, you know, uh, with each other. And then I just realized we had so much in common that, you know, this, this shouldn't okay. be just a waste. Um, sure. Yeah. I don't know if okay. that answered your yeah. question. I totally forgot your question. <laughs> no, no no that, that,
0: that did that yeah. did yeah. Um, i'm actually mainly really curious
2: because um when you announce that i'm just like holy crud i know you're like big into like throwing parties mm-hmm. but um and usually when you do it um you usually host parties uh, kind of in a sense it's like every, you know though, i know how you are and you've said it before you're kind of like last minute about everything mm-hmm. And it's like when you announce that you're doing a nine mm-hmm. city party, it's like how did that came? Yeah. To be? Like how? Like who proposed that idea? And like how did that came to be?
1: Yeah, so it's um, a good question. You know, that wouldn't have been possible without David. He was the one who kind of reached out to um, uh, this agency to work together with us to start hosting parties. So um, it wouldn't have been possible without him
0: nice hell yeah um okay so going back into david and well the whole reason why i wanted to bring up david is one i just wanted to shout him out shout out david Uh, (laughs) i've never personally met him before uh i don't know what his uh i don't know how involved he is in the scene like personally but you know obviously if kim's vouching for him you know he's he's a force to be reckoned with so um going back into it then again going back to kind of the business fundamentals of, of this um going into kind of Kim's business mentality. Um, And this is just based on what I know about you, Kim, Mm -hmm. which is uh, you have very, very, a very specific vision that not a lot of people can see. And whenever it comes to, you know, creating a partnership with someone, whether that be in business, uh, finance, events, uh, et cetera, you know, I feel like there are pros and cons to, to uh, I guess having a joint project with a partner, mm-hmm. so my question to you is, is um you know because you're you are well versed in you know collaborating with partners in the past, mm-hmm. uh what do you feel are the pros and cons of a partnership uh in this sense, especially when it comes to these events?
1: yeah, so again, with partnership, you know we have to be able to offer something that the other does not have right. So, mm-hmm. you know, with trying to find somebody to partner up with you, you have to figure out what your weaknesses are and if they're able to satisfy that and elevate you to the next level. A partnership sure. shouldn't happen if you're not going to grow from where you're at. That's, that's what I believe. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, in, like, in a sense, like a way I do it with not just business partners, but with maybe my artists as well. I tell them, um, you know, what are you looking for with um, working with me and my brand? Are you looking for of course. growth in your, you know, your skill base? Are you looking to make money? Or what are you looking for? You know, and if i yeah, you're setting the expectations. expectations, laying everything out on mm. the table, and that way um, yeah. they know what I want and I know what they want. And if we're mm-hmm. able to both satisfy each other, then let's go, let's make shit happen. Mm. Yeah. Because I don't want up, like yeah. I don't want them to be able to offer me something and I'm not able to offer yeah. them anything, right? If there's no mutual benefit, then mm-hmm. that you know, let's just move on our way and hope for the best for you.
0: Sure. So I, I guess uh a, a part two to that question and then I think Marvin has a question. Um so a follow up to that then is so based on your relationship with David, Mm -hmm. what do you feel you could learn from him, right? Because again, the whole point of this podcast is to um, do two things, educate as well as kind of track like our progress. Mm -hmm. So given your current level of skill when it comes to the event planning space yeah. uh, what type of things do you feel that you could learn from David personally not to gas him up too much yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> but you
0: know I guess go ahead and gas our fo- our, our, our boy up <laughs>
1: yeah I mean number one is negotiation with um, working with okay. let's say venues and all of that usually with me I personally say yes to the first number or offer I see um, and with David I've learned to Kind of understand my position in places. I feel like he knows my worth more than I do, if that makes sense. Wow. Okay. And he kind of brings yeah. that to light as like, yo, Tim, do you know who you are? Like, you should be asking for more. Yeah. Like they're, they're lowballing oh. you. And uh, it kind of took me a while mm. to kind of realize and understand that I do have, you know, some sort of power in this scene and that I shouldn't just mm-hmm. kind of throw that out there. Yeah and uh, another yeah that's part, r- yeah oh go ahead, go ahead yeah another part is being frugal with um, finances for me like i uh. love just you know spoiling friends and throwing free stuff and just whatever right you know that's just the in in my nature to just you know be giving but one take thing care I, of people. yeah but one thing i learned from david but and other people is for me to be able to take care of others i need to make sure that i take care of myself whether that's Um, no, my finances or also my health.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Nice. Um, you, you covered a lot there, um, Mm -hmm. that I could further break down because, uh, this is kind of, it's, it's funny because I feel like with you being, like, I, I see you being as like the crown jewel (laughs) (laughs) of like what, what people are trying to, uh, like trying to feast their eyes on, yeah. and I feel like what David is is because un- you, you broke it down perfectly, which is understanding your worth, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. for us, for the three of us being kind of small business owners slash entrepreneurs, like it's really hard, especially in the beginning, to mm-hmm. understand your value. Yeah. And a lot of times we either do it, you know, under we yeah. uh, either undersell ourselves mm-hmm. or do it for um, little to no money, and that's mainly the passion side kicking in. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the dynamic of you and David. Um, in the event space. Uh, and I feel like one of the benefits to a partnership or one of the pros uh, is understanding leverage, right? Mm-hmm. Because when it comes to negotiating one of you, like this is what, uh, for instance, this is what Ryan and I do at Cross CrossCounter. Uh, we leverage each other's experiences as well as like um, uh, each other's skills mm-hmm. whenever we're negotiating with clients to host events. Yeah. So, for instance, the event that I brought you guys out to uh, last August for Evo, yeah. uh, that was a push pull between me and um, uh, me and Ryan with uh, with Caesar's Corporate. Cause we were going back and forth It's like, okay, what should we value ourselves? We don't really know. And we're like, all right, yeah. cool. It's literally like another bar fights, but like for a whole day. Mm-hmm, yeah. And so, you know, I said, dude, like we need to be charging this. And Ryan's like, I don't know. And I was like, dude, let's charge this. And he's like, all right, cool. Mm-hmm. And because of that, we were able to cover like just, just the, um, and I don't want to get too specific in the profit margin, but um, it pretty much covered like 75% of our expenses uh, at Evo. Mm-hmm which was qu- a, quite a substantial amount for us. Um so yeah, Marvin, did you have a question that you wanted to ask uh, Kim in that regard?
2: Yeah, I mean, I guess I just want to add it to what you said in a sense that, and I guess to add um, Kim's uh, statement as well, is that it's very difficult to find your value when you're just first starting up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. uh, it usually takes uh third person to see, to see uh, your, your yeah because um, yeah. usually, Like I was talking to um, to Anthony about this earlier um, when he asked me, um, like who are like uh, rather um, he asked me who I looked up to in in the beginning. I know this like a little bit off topic here, Mm -hmm. but the point of the matter is that the point of the matter is that um, I looked up to everyone who who was a lot better than me in in photography, right? Mm -hmm. And The thing is that when I say that, oh my god, this person is like really, really good. A lot of those people are in the same path or in the same kind of like mentality, where like, oh, I'm not all bad. I'm just, I'm, I'm not something special. And like, it's just common kind of um, mentality. Like, you won't really know until almost everyone is saying that mm-hmm. to you. You won't really know until yeah. someone who's who you look up to. Say that so you're like, Hey, the, you are the shit. You're the shit. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> you like start they, they lay
1: everything it. down on the table. So they sit mm-hmm. you down and like, yeah. Hey, do you know you did this, this, and this? And this is what right. you like the effect you had. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like what David yeah. did with me was that when he wrote like, um, you know, um, business proposals to other events, mm-hmm. he's like, Yeah, Senpai squad did this, did this, did this, and they have right. this available. Mm-hmm. yeah And I'm like, Holy shit, like. I never like. it! <laughs> Damn, yeah. I did do that. Yeah, like yeah. that demo, you know? So I yeah. think it takes like a third perspective to kind of lay down on the table yeah. and see what you've really yeah. done and can do. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah! And
2: that's actually um, we're getting getting to a really really good point here for our listeners in the sense that you know when you're working always like do your best to know where you stand, mm-hmm. not in just mm-hmm. your your niche. But in, yeah. in terms of your progress and how, how much you're you're uh, evolving as an artist or an as an entrepreneur or a business person, mm-hmm. and then yeah. um, <clears throat> uh, use your experience or yeah or everything that you've done in the past to give yourself a little bit of a leverage in terms of negotiating because some of you guys like don't know like a lot of you guys are really, really, really good already mm-hmm. and like super undercharging yourself. And that's like yeah. a really, really common thing in the art industry. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. In the um, um not business, but rather um um trying to remember the 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 word here freelancers, mm. right? So if you're a freelancer, mm. you're like a lot of freelancers just undercharge themselves. Yeah. But Sure, there's like some of uh, people where they're overcharged, but you know it's the bottom line is that figure out what you're worth, right? And then try it out, and if it doesn't succeed, like for quite some time, then maybe you are overcharging yourself. But if it yeah. does succeed, then you just find out mm-hmm. how much you're worth, and that's very important to your growth. Mm-hmm.
0: Very true. Yeah. So, so I, I feel like to kind of help sum that up, uh, it feels like the the dynamic that both you and uh, David have, Kim, um, are is it it feels like David is filling in the gap of uh, what's called business development needs. Mm-hmm. So for instance, a lot of the negotiating skills, as well as like the evaluation of what what uh, he feels Senpai Squad is worth, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I feel like he he... for lack of a better term, like explained it better, like better sold you on that than I feel like I did in me wanting to start this podcast with you. Cause Mm -hmm. I gas you motherfuckers up all the time and I'm like, yo guys, like you do know your hot shit, right? Mm -hmm. And then again, both because both of you guys are the badasses that you are, it's like, no, no, like you guys take the humble approach, but I'm like, bitch, I seen it from the third part, like the (laughs) the outside, like I see what you guys do and this is the value that you've done. Mm -hmm. Kim, do you realize Senpai Squad has done this, this, and this, right? it's like hell yeah dude fucking man shout out to fucking david man we need him on the pod someday (laughs) better hit that follow yeah because i'm serious like i want to figure out like what he had to tell you to get to get you on board because he obviously did something right in seeing in helping you see the value in what what you have to offer in what senpai squad as a brand and as a marketing entity Mm -hmm. has to offer to this agency these events um to where they would want to leverage a partnership with you right yeah
1: tell me if i'm wrong yeah i mean so it so basically it wasn't all like david came up to me or i came up to david as to like wanting to start this partnership honestly i think it was more naturally it just naturally happened you know yeah i feel like we both did the same stuff and then he helped me out with this and i was more involved with what he wanted to do and then in the of end course. i was like we, should we just technically call this a partnership because that's <laughs> what it is you know so yeah. it just naturally happened yeah. it wasn't like hey david like i need this from you or david was like hey kim like blah 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 it mm. was just nicely yeah
0: that's yeah yeah, and i feel like those are the best partnerships you know what i mean like that's i just watched the uh the social network the facebook movie the other day Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. it's the same thing like it's it's an organic natural integration of two powerhouses coming together yeah uh and 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 creating something dope so um yeah Yeah. i kind of wanted to ask you a little bit about um Your standards of like how you plan like events and stuff, but I think Marvin had a a question or a follow up point.
2: No, no, no. I was just I was just gonna agree with you, and I was just gonna make this point. But (laughs) you know, you already beat me to it. But I think that's a good question. You're just coming up right now. Um, I actually am very curious as well as to this upcoming question. Then yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) the 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 next
0: question I want to ask you before we go on our our next break, um, and to kind of feel to bring it home is. Uh, myself and Marvin both know that you are very particular about the level of quality you put into your work. Mm -hmm. Um, how do I have the balls to say that to your face, Kim? Is because I have seen, you have crashed here at my house several times and I have seen you work. Like literally, it does not stop you so a normal so if you guys don't know what a normal soju bomb recording session is uh, in the pre-coronavirus world is uh, the three of us would congregate here in Vegas we'd typically have like dinner um, start drinking a lot <laughs> 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 and then we'd be like alright cool let's turn on the cameras and start talking about shit right yeah and we would get into it and so as soon as the podcast is done literally each of us starts working on stuff so i'll probably either start catching up on like messages and missed emails uh and then start editing um of course marvin will go into like his deep 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 editing mode like he'll like be super focused uh and then kim will either knock out or start doing stuff (laughs) so um because of that like uh i've had the unique pleasure of i guess in essence being a fan with access mm-hmm. seeing how both of these guys operate uh behind the scenes uh and in particular kim in this sense because he literally wakes up and just goes so you know i've, I've asked him a couple times you know whenever he's doing stuff i'm like huh how come you do it that way and he breaks it down. Well, it's it's very hard for me to like trust like other people to understand like what this is. And I'm like, well, w- what is it? Like verbalize it with me. Mm-hmm. And so Kim and I have gone back and forth uh, about talking about the value of his vision and what quality means to him. So, yeah, in the instance of this particular event, right? Mm-hmm. What are your standards for plan planning an event of this caliber? Because i know i know you you know Mm -hmm. because you're such a stickler for quality uh, and quality of time as well as like the marketing component of it um it 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 seems very unlikely that you would seek out help or seek out a partnership if it wasn't like a big project right so um again going into the question what what are your standards for planning this type of event um that would require a partnership
1: yeah um hmm. good question I mean,
0: (laughs) nice, I got him.
1: (laughs) So, um, again, like this, this, these type of events wouldn't have happened, um, if it wasn't for David. So I do appreciate him being able to reach out to these companies to help find the venues and all of that. But the one thing that I have a very uh, high standard on is having confidence in selling out a show. Um, which I don't know if other event organizers have this type of, you know, thing as to like, you need, we need to sell out. Otherwise we're not going to throw the show, but yeah like in my philosophy, I think one bad event doesn't make up to like five or 10 good events. Um, if that makes sense, interesting like a um, sold out show does look good, but if you have like a bad show, like where you only have 40% of tickets sold, then it will take so much longer to kind of recoup from that l- loss or like the bad image, if yeah makes sense mm. interesting yeah
0: it's it's so interesting that you see it that way because uh like for instance, on the event side, on my end of things, being like a con runner mm-hmm. uh I've only ever sold out one actual con and it was fucking insane like we sold out the first two hours of the con and we like we spent the first day like all of the staff that wasn't doing anything like just making new badges (laughs) because we were just straight up out of like our shit uh it was pretty hype it was the most amount of money we made Mm -hmm. and i was like holy crap like this is what it's like right (laughs) and so being addicted to that hype i was like okay so i i personally can see the value in that Mm -hmm. um Mm. has has the 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 selling out the event always been a priority since the beginning like how like how what's what's the what's the reasoning for that right Mm -hmm. like why is that such an important component of of your events right obviously you know you explained uh kind of like the pr side of it where it's like well it's hard to recover if the event isn't popular Mm -hmm. but when when did you start having that mentality in your event planning career
1: so back in the day i used to do like warehouses and hotel parties and naturally they were all full like there was no time where they were just like 80 percent full it was always packed yeah it Damn, must always, be nice yeah <laughs> so i had yeah, the luxury yeah. of you know having that kind of leverage um so i don't want to backtrack with this like success that i've already have like sure. okay. always known since from day one to sell out to always be full to always have a high demand to always, you know, yeah. be successful. So I yeah. never really had that mindset going to throw parties. But now that mm-hmm. I'm going to work with bigger companies, I need to start having that mindset. So it kind of yeah. happened on the way, but it wasn't, it wasn't my goal on day one.
0: Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, sh- so I mean, shout out to all his competitors, which is like, they, <laughs> like, this, this yeah. is what it takes. Like, you know, and honestly, honestly, like, not to gas you up or anything. Like, this is, these are the traits of excellence I feel, mm-hmm. right? Like, this is what I feel makes you successful. Obviously, in the beginning of your event career, um, you know, it was something that happened naturally, mm-hmm. but now, you know, businesses are getting involved and more parties uh, are getting involved and in where it's essentially a bigger, better, better, mm-hmm. um, you know, you obviously have to start tracking this and actually making it a focus and a goal. Mm-hmm. So I always like, I always find it interesting when, you know, and th- this is the beauty of like small businesses, right, because these are exciting times. Y- y- you're figuring out, okay, what Senpai Squad is something that's cool, that's hip, like that's something yeah. <laughs> that shows how boomer I am, I'll call it hip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, like it's its something that's co- that's cool and dope that people wanna go to, mm-hmm. right? And so I guess in essence, what you've done is you figured out how to turn that into a business. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, all these things that are happening to, you know, these partnerships, working with agencies and planning for like bigger events, I feel like are healthy signs of growth, mm-hmm. uh, and show the trajectory of, you know, where, where Senpai Squad is headed, at least in the event space, not even talking about Senpai Squad as the, as the apparel brand, streetwear brand. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And. Again, it's I. I again. I'm I'm the lucky motherfucker that gets to sit. You know, like yeah. not 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 like a shotgun, but like you know, like it's like a van. I'm like in the third row. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, that's that's I fucking tight, yo. Yeah, like, keep it going, kid. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that, that's how I feel right now. I's like, damn, I'm I'm seeing this yeah. shit. Yeah, and that's why I wanted to bring this up this in this particular episode because it's like, fuck, it was supposed to happen now. Yeah, like it. It's it, this is what it was supposed to build up to. And that's why I feel like, you know, one, I think this is therapy session for all of us, <laughs> like putting out our frustrations of like what could have been, mm-hmm. but uh, also two, giving the takeaway of like, well, dude, look like, beca- it's not like our minds have changed. It's not like our business mentalities have changed. It's just now we're stuck at home. Mm-hmm. So, you know, given that you've got more time now, uh, you know, and the fact that you rescheduled it to next year, I'm just excited as fuck for that. Like, holy shit. Like yeah. now you have even more time to, to plan to that, it. Yeah. Yeah, more time to prepare. It's gonna be even more lit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but no pressure because I know you're gonna put that pressure on yourself, Kim. <laughs> but you know, but honestly, I I feel like that's that's where we're going to, and I feel like that's the proper takeaway, or at least the healthy takeaway. Mm-hmm. Um, versus being sad and depressed about it because again, you know, obviously this is business for you, this is your livelihood. Mm-hmm. Um, but what can you do about it, right? Yeah. And I feel like. You know, your positive mentality of just go, 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 do, do, do is heavily seen in how you're approaching this. So yeah. um, we're going to go on a, a, a quick break in a little bit. But Marvin, do you have any other points?
2: Yeah, um, I'm very much curious because um, I know Kim has, you know, become like this number one party scene nah, organizer. Nah, slash, nah. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like <laughs> yeah. that's how it is. It's like it's to the point where um every, like there's um. There's a reason why your your um, your shows and events are always sold out, and maybe mm-hmm. one thing I'm really curious about is what separates your shows from the rest. Rather, mm-hmm. what makes your show so special? I mean, I know I've seen it, but I feel like,
1: mm-hmm.
2: wow, like coming from your perspective, I'd like to hear it. Yeah, you know.
1: So yeah. for me, uh, one thing I pride myself about is to create. Like a event Which has a very You know Positive And unique experience So I like One thing that I ask myself all the time Is Will this show Make people go Off social media At parties So if you see somebody On Facebook At my party That means I failed You know Wow So I want That's good I want there to be Taking notes Like activities I want there to be Entertainment I want there to be You know Photo booths So much Things at my event to the point where they put their phones down. Mine is taking photos and videos that make sense, but you know, for them to actually in, indulge in all these activities at my shows. So that's God, the one thing damn, I, I think that's I, the secret sauce. Yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> damn. Thanks for sharing because that's that is so I don't know any. And again, not to gas you up, Kim, mm-hmm. but I don't know anyone with that mentality of how detailed it's not even, it's not even a detail. It's, it's an over. it's a vibe. It's a fucking hashtag vibe check 2020. Mm-hmm. Like literally it is that right there. I feel like is going to be the, the defining factor. Uh, and again, you know, obviously since you just shared it, you know, people are going to know, but can they execute it? Yeah. You know what I mean? And I feel like you, you're the only one that really can because you have so many different elements, um, to your planning, to just the I would say overall programming, because you think of all the activities, yeah. right? Um in, in making it uh essentially uh an IRL or like uh cap like live in the moment. Like you literally are in capture like encapsulating living in yeah. the moment at your parties and at your events. Mm-hmm. Um and again, my philosophy is like the people I can capitalize on on the things that affect us the most, which is sentimentality, living in the moment. You know what I mean? Uh, romance, love, stuff like that. Like the unique things that businesses pay, I'm telling you, fucking millions of dollars to like R and D and research and figure out how to implement. Mm-hmm. Like I think the people that can figure out how to do that win. Yeah. So again, not to, not to toot your own horn, not to, <laughs> not to put any pressure on you, but like again, you're, you're fucking killing it right now. So, um, that. any other points before we go on break? Uh, nope that's the only one secret sauce I'll let out for this episode <laughs> <laughs> damn <laughs> no it's good it's good well th- honestly thank you and again like it's I-, I hope it's inspiring for people because like legit like this is this is the stuff mm-hmm. you know and again I-, I-, I will say this very boldly I'm confident in saying this like yeah pe- people will now know about it but can they can they even pull it off mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so uh, anyways so going into our break right uh, a couple takeaways that I want you guys to talk about maybe comment or, or, or DM us at which is uh, are any of these things that Kim said true like have you been to any of his parties like have you Mm -hmm. have you felt like um the experience that kim creates like is that stuff uh that he's been able to accomplish right um i've asked one in a many friends Mm uh that have been to your parties uh myself included where it's like holy crap like this is different Mm -hmm. so um drop in the comments like what your experience at at kim's events are like and what you want uh what what you would hope out of um you Know uh, a soccer con 2021 type party uh, to be like,
2: yeah. To add uh, on to Anthony, I want to ask like the viewers, it's like, what's the most lit thing you guys did at Anthony or at Kim's party? Sport <laughs> yeah. party. yeah, I want to see that okay. in the comments section because I know I have plenty, but I want to see your guys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah, hell yeah! Nice, all right, cool. Okay. Um, so we're gonna go and jump on a couple minute break and then we'll be right back. Thanks, guys. <laughs> well welcome back everybody um so <laughs> in the first couple parts we were you know uh going on with the theme of soccer con and uh some some secret some nuggets a lot of solid takeaways marvin i don't know about you but uh i i definitely learned a lot from kim just in the, in, in that last segment uh i feel like yeah. he shared a lot of very very specific things that are good for people wanting to learn more about the business side of things um <gasps> but as as everyone knows we're not all business uh we like yeah. to have a good time and so Wait, talking
1: there's there's something apart from business god damn, I yeah. know, damn that exists <laughs> 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 yeah. dang what's that like <laughs> <laughs> so uh
0: so talking about soccer con uh, of what could mm-hmm. have been right um mm-hmm. i, I want to ask both of you guys you know obviously this is a uh, a big deal for Kim. So my question to both of you guys uh, is: what What are your favorite moments, um, or people, or relationships uh, that sh- mm-hmm. that you've experienced at SoccerCon uh, in years past?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, should I go, Marvin?
2: Yeah, go for okay. it, Kim. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I
1: mean, as I mentioned, like my favorite usually is the photographer corner, and that's back mm-hmm. when I started. Uh, yeah. Honestly, back in the day was kind of hazy for me, so I don't remember much. Sure. But something that was recent, like I went Sakura Con last year to a event. So I was at the exhibit hall. Mm. Um. And then after we closed for the day, uh-huh. I was, you know, I had two grocery bags full of soju bottles. <laughs> and That's i was here like strolling around, trying to go to the photographer corner. I want to see my boys. That's yeah. Typical old times. I shit you not, one of the bags just fucking gave up and all my <laughs> shoulder bottles oh, ended up just all over the floor oh, and just fuck. you know it was, a, it was a shit show so oh, what know, a tragedy the, the, the nice guy I am I didn't ignore it you know so yeah. I, I, I walked Good. around to try and find a, a security or a staff to you know bring it upon the attention yeah. and I'm still trying to walk around and find someone and somebody came up to me and I realized it was my friend and he was like hey Kim just by chance, are those soju bottles on the floor yeah. yours? <laughs> and I'm like, wow! Well, how did you know? <laughs> <laughs> what do you ask? No, no, I who else could it be? Out. <laughs> yeah, who
0: who who, hold who hold else would it have been? Of course. <laughs> yeah, Damn. It's your boy came I I hold hold
1: out So much. How, I many bo- like,
0: how many how many bottles know? were in the bag? Like it must have been a heavy ass bag, or like was it single ply? Did they double bag it? Like what I, was the? I it
1: definitely was not double bagged. I think it was at least ten bottles. But oh no! Not all of them broke. I think like maybe four of them broke or five. Oh, you know. That's but still it, a lot. It was still a lot. Yeah. Oh yeah. But,
0: um, it made a difference. Yeah.
1: I, and then at that moment, I realized I had a problem. <laughs> no. Because if, if <laughs> someone <laughs> came up to me asking if those soldier <laughs> bottles are mine. Yeah. And then I have a goddamn problem. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: <right>. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, that God. was a, a funny recent moment of uh, Sakuracon for me.
0: Ah, damn. Um, yeah, that's crazy, uh, dude.
1: I, I mean, another one was uh, just an interesting situation. So, for my you know, last year, again, I, I had the booth, right? Yeah. Um. So, I take payment through Square. Mm-hmm. And uh. Uh, usually, conventions charge a lot of money for Wi-Fi. So, yeah, cheap as I am, I didn't buy Wi-Fi. So, <laughs> every transaction, I would have to like hold my phone up, wait maybe two or three minutes for the transaction to go Holy through, Holy crap.
0: Right? But then I found, out, I
1: found out uh, about the um, offline mode. So it would, the offline mode would instantly save the information, yeah. but it won't process it until you get signal. Yeah. Right? So I was doing the offline mode and I was doing like five transactions at a time. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, what if they all just fail? Like, <laughs> day, <laughs> you know? And I'm like, that's a lot of money. Yeah. yeah so. I kind of th- thought of a, uh, you know, a, kind of a way to prevent that. So sure. I told my uh, staff, hey, I'm legit going to run outside the convention <laughs> just so I can get signal <laughs> to and process. then run my ass back. <laughs> and I should you not, the exhibit hall is on the other side of the the complete opposite side of the convention. Holy crap. And to get outside is like the other end. So I'm like, this is gonna be a mission. Oh. I'm I'm am I'm a pretty I navigate my way through crowds very well. Back nice. then as a videographer, I had photo shoots back to back to back to back, right? So I'm yeah. always on the move. <laughs> So I kind of, you know, had my way of like maneuvering through crowds. But I was like, all right, you handle the booth for a good five minutes. Make sure it doesn't burn down. I see you in five. <laughs> so, so I'm running <laughs> with my phone. Signal, so, no, And then I run my ass back. Um, yeah. Because the reason why I was scared was I actually had two transactions that declined um, and uh, that basically is because they didn't have enough money in their bank account uh, so I didn't want them to like keep buying stuff and kind of abusing the system so I sure. wanted to just make sure yeah
0: Yeah. hell yeah that's definitely important holy yeah. crap uh, so Yeah. As a, as, as a vendor in the past too that was definitely an issue connectivity issues and honestly i i think the conspiracy side side of me thinks like that's done on purpose (laughs) (laughs) because dude think about it these large convention halls and these hotels and shit like they want to charge you for their their internet packages right Mm -hmm. so um you know and and it sucks because like as an event operator too like because we understand vendors need that stuff uh the the -hmm. the two main things that vendors ask us a lot for are uh is there free wi-fi and electricity (laughs) yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. and literally like those are the two main things so i can totally empathize with you and i mean again that's that's crazy how you handle that
1: yeah
2: yeah Yeah. that's pretty crazy and it's pretty funny too (laughs) i can just see kim kim just like (laughs) zooming through me oh my
1: god (laughs) it's awful like it's just like his hand i'm like you probably probably saw me run around i'm you know yeah dude you're You're always doing
2: crazy i mean like one of the story that uh kim and i shared for um Soccer con. i know like this is like when me and kim weren't as close yet but <clears throat> he came up to the to me at like photographer corner and i was like hey marvin it's like um do you have a speaker i could borrow and oh i was just like, <laughs> <laughs> like bro what happened to your speakers it was just like i think your reason was just like oh like i think i blew out my speaker because i was playing too hard I was just like, <laughs> oh my god probably <laughs> so,
1: yeah, ran out of yeah. battery so i think yeah. one of the reasons there was yeah i told my staff hey hold the booth for five minutes. I'm going to run out and find someone with a speaker. Yeah. And I knew the photographer corner was the best area because I know yeah. someone is probably playing music out there. And uh, I was going to be like, hey, uh, can I borrow your speaker for the day? I'll give you like hundred bucks or whatever. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. So um, I actually um, told you my homeboy. Oh, shout out to him. If I could shout out someone. It's M um, dumb Photography. Um, that's his um oh. that's his Instagram. And nice. then um he was the guy who had two um speakers, like big speakers. ass speakers. Yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I think I used it, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah, think yeah. I used his.
2: Yeah, nice. so I told him like, hey King needs uh speaker, like check like go to his booth because he really needs it. He's <laughs> his, his lifestyle <laughs> depended on it. <laughs> Oh my god! So that's uh, that's our little interaction. <laughs> how, K- how
1: are people gonna find our booth if there's no music? Right? <laughs>
0: Absolutely, that exactly. Like, it's Such a big event. How are they gonna? How are you gonna stand yeah. out? Right.
2: Whenever you right, go down. to a convention, just like find or just pay attention to music. You know, that's how you, that's how you can find Senpai, senpai <laughs> Squad booth.
1: You find me faster by listening for the music than to reach me out through DMs.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Nice. You're so bad at that, Kim. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. Damn. Honestly, I I wish I had a soccer Con story, but I've never been sad face. So Uh, that's why I wanted to. to, (laughs) to Yeah. Yeah, Next year. Yeah, yeah. 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 But I mean, you know, the fact that you guys are talking about it and it's, Like it's get man, dude, I hadn't really thought about like cons or events throughout kind of this whole pandemic until now, Mm -hmm. because I I think what it is for me and the whole reason why I wanted to bring this up in this episode is because like, it's like, man, what could have been, you know, and the fact that you guys put a lot of thought and a, a lot of time into planning this stuff out, like really makes it a tragedy that it's not happening right now. You know oh yeah uh in, in another universe in another timeline um the three of us would probably be in SuckerCon having a, a good ass time or what is it ten thirty on yeah. a sunday probably blacked out by now uh, <laughs> um <laughs> right but oh, it's yeah sunday night yeah it's sunday night so kim would have figured something out i think <laughs> oh
2: we would probably yeah. be on our way home but we would have probably been hangover
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah probably uh, yeah. I, I know i would have been doing something probably fgc related like I, I would have I probably would have kicked it with you guys and then may, maybe met up with like uh some fighting game cats uh with ryan out there because uh, he and i were talking mm-hmm. about soccer con this year too so um, yeah. all right cool uh were there any other points before we wrap it up uh
2: no that's pretty good i actually want to go just um, shout out to there's actually one more person it's like shout out to this amazing cosplayer person her name is Lexi Chu. Just made me remember that she actually booked me three days in a row for soccer Pong oh, last year. God bless wow. her. Yeah, she's so sweet. Um, I ended up oh, basically yeah. inviting to her. her to my parties, and um, she's one of those uh, people who I meet at the convention and just very down to earth and been really, really like had positive experience ever since. And um, would love to hopefully yeah. after this pandemic to you know hang out with her. Thanks, yeah. Lexi Chu. And, um, and for the most part um, yeah, I had a really pleasant time at SoccerCon last year and I really mm-hmm. wish it happened this year because um, yeah. mm-hmm. again lots of plans I know Kim is like really devastated and he wasn't able to kickstart it but at the same
0: time it's like man just,
2: just charging the spirit bomb next year.
0: Yeah. just charging the spirit yeah. bomb at this yeah. point you know what I mean so that's all it yeah, is yeah. man You know, that's what's yeah. up good stuff good yeah it's all good uh yeah uh, i think we're doing pretty good on time uh we're at hour 26 so we're our pacing's yeah. getting a lot better <laughs> i feel yeah, like I which know, is it's good straight to the point you know, <laughs> yeah like, straight to the point stuff. yeah no this <laughs> yeah. is good that's why we pre planned this stuff so like cool it. uh all right so a couple things uh so first things first we're getting a, a, a we're getting good results with like these call to actions and stuff like yeah, people yeah. have actually sent the secret password passwords which is funny (laughs) as hell the first one is super funny because we know that person and we're like i mean we obviously know who you're gonna get your selfie from right uh (laughs) and then the second person uh marvin was telling me about them so i was like oh man like this is pretty cool so um (laughs) i know i know i know i normally think of the uh the contest ideas do you guys happen to have anything in mind uh that can help us out because uh the last time the last episode um we were talking about uh kind of boosting up our apple podcast stuff because Mm -hmm. i don't know if you guys know we get i think it's like 38 percent of our audio listeners on apple podcasts so nice,
1: Nice.
0: yeah so and the thing is is like we haven't done nothing to promote any of like our audio stuff like nothing i haven't done shit other than just include the links and stuff so the Mm -hmm. fact that we have like people listening on there like i'm like oh man it's tight oh that's a big thing yeah okay. it's pretty tight so um do you happen to have any any i don't know challenges for these cats uh that you have in all mind to help kind of get get Ooh. some buzz going
2: yeah well all i know is that we now have our chibis. thank you to Alyssa brazil yeah so uh, Anthony,
1: i don't know
2: like if um if you want to do like um uh kind of uh scavenger hunt or um
1: Oh, somewhere what it, in the video or screen,
2: screen whatever, whatever it is that you,
0: you do video. right yeah or, okay yeah and then I mean honestly, I'll no, can... I, I'll, throw, I'll throw in the chibis in in the frame and I was thinking about throwing them yeah, in yeah, the yeah. intros and outros no yeah. no don't tell them
1: don't, oh no, don't 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 tell them and the winner that basically whoever finds it in the frame of this video <laughs> and oh okay so us, they have to
0: screenshot it Yes. Yeah. Okay, so they yeah. have to screenshot it and then DM it to us. Okay, okay. Right. Ooh, yeah, I like that. So, That's so fucking smart. will be get I troll the shit out of that too, make Archibes, it like
2: tiny. Our TVs will be in this video.
1: Yeah. Somewhere yes. Somewhere.
2: Randomly, somewhere. Yes. And you yep. need to find it.
1: Yep. So, I'm you not. need to be able to
2: watch this entire thing or yeah. not? Yeah. <laughs> In order for
0: you to find it, okay. And what what I'll do is I'll throw it in the intro too. Like, all right, we have a special thing going, so that way when when people tune in, they're like, like, "Oh, dang, what?"
2: (laughs) So okay, tight. What's the the
0: prize? What's the prize? I think what we
2: can do is we can print out uh, stickers of it. We can print out multiple ones, and then we can send it to them like very first edition chibis.
0: Ooh, I like that. that So any okay so. the contest is uh so to, to label it out the contest is uh you have to obviously watch the entire video uh and so what it is is what we're looking for people to do is find the chibis wherever we put it in frame screenshot it and send it over to us and right. the first person to do it gets the first uh first ever print sticker editions uh, of said chibis Yes. Uh, yes oh man that's funny as fuck i like that <laughs> <laughs> hell so that's yeah the
1: creative Side of being an event organizer yeah. there you
0: go right there baby there you, you go to
1: be on their feet you know <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's tight and again that just gave me some ideas for like our live events too because like imagine like uh let's say during the senpai squad party right they're like yeah like okay have you guys ever seen secret mickeys at disneyland
1: oh oh, oh dude wait, i heard it. about it um, okay yeah yeah yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah. So what it is, is there's these like little molds of Mickey heads around mm-hmm. the park and you take yeah. pictures and you find it. And like, it's a small little like Easter egg hunk, essentially. So I can mm, imagine yeah. like, uh, like stuff like that for like at Kim's parties or even at the booth. Like, hey, find, find this on Kim. Like if, if you <laughs> find like a secret chibi of like Kim underneath the table, boom, you win this <laughs> prize. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love the shit out of that. All right. Cool. Yep. Um, all right. So just start to start wrapping this up. Um, yeah, so that's obviously to incentivize people to watch and everything. Uh but please, please, please do us a huge favor. It'll help us out a lot. Um please follow, like, and subscribe to all of our platforms. Um yeah. you know, we're a small rinky dink op- operation, but you know, I don't know about you guys, but I'm I'm feeling pretty good about how everything's going. Um we're clearly getting better. <laughs> so uh <laughs> yeah. thanks everybody for, you know, sticking with us. Um you know, just shout out to all the, the people that are like hanging with us like right now you know in the early days Mm because you know Mm -hmm. obviously right now we're all stuck we we wish this could be a better you know quality production we wish we were together um you know Mm -hmm. the three of us are still getting used to this online conference call type uh formula um yeah we're 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 making do so shout out to everybody that's that's watching thank you guys so much uh, for hanging with us thank you thank you um, yeah coming through yeah. Uh, same thing. We have a, a, a mail time thing. So if you have any specific questions for us, feel free to shout us out in our, uh, our mail time uh, email. Uh, it's mailtime at sojubom.tv. You can find it in the description. Uh, send us packages. I'm still checking the mailbox uh, once a week. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> you check checking uh, out
1: on me. Goddamn,
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my,
1: own, my, my own business mailbox. <laughs> uh,
0: oh, I saw you do that. You did like a, a, a an opening, right? The other day. You were opening you? up some packages. People sent you some stuff, right? I think I saw it on your story you open up some packages and you're like oh, oh cool yeah yeah
1: yeah that was my that was my boy Jules uh, so Jules Senpai he has his own uh, sticker brand yeah he sent me a bunch of stuff so yeah we can plug him down here too he
0: yeah some, so much. heck yeah if you want to follow us everything's in the description um, any parting words before we wrap up
2: oh I think at this time of recording mm. it's Easter happy Easter to everyone we love oh, you guys okay. happy, happy Easter,
0: Easter. Yes. Yes. yeah, yeah sakura con slash easter edition nice mm-hmm. hell yeah all right cool beans <laughs> cool. uh sweet. sweet uh i think that's it again everybody be safe that's shout out guys. um they all the hurt. homies out there staying at home shout out to all of our healthcare workers you know fighting fighting this pandemic on the front lines you know what i mean like we mm-hmm. you know we're doing the easy part so uh nice, yeah absolutely. thank you to everyone out there that bitch, nice. oh
2: my god what oh, god. oh, god. oh, god. oh, god. oh god. dude Wow.
0: Uh, Yeah, go for it. Yeah, that was good. No, no, that was good. That was good. that's why, that's why, dude, I hope you don't mind. Like I'm, I, I get, I try to get the good stuff out, but You know, I, I do, I do mean it when I say like, man, like, even though this is known now, I don't think anyone else can really pull it off because they don't have the connections you have. They don't have, and not even the connections, they don't have like the degree of relationships that you have to be able to pull this type of stuff off. So... and again it's it's very unique to you and your journey again i I, and i feel like that's why david saw the value in partnering with you right like that's why you know fucking like me and marvin saw the the value in partnering with you because it's like dude like this is what you're worth (laughs) and i try to drive it home almost every time we're on we're on call together it's like dude like this is what you are you don't see it dude (laughs) oh which is tight you know what i mean which is cool oh man that's some good shit. Thanks. Thanks for sharing that though. That was uh, super insightful.